Hey, Hello, everybody. It's the uh, Wrestling with the Willies podcast. It's me, No, we're Jeremy finally again. getting we're caught up, though, because we only have three to go. 2023. <laughs> uh, man, she's like, I haven't listened to a lot of the Saudi ones in a while, but, or watched them. Yeah. 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 So, uh, what's it called? Like, the main thing is, um, what's it called? Yeah, I think this is one of the first ones that we watched in Jetta. I think we did a Crown Jewel, like one of them, but <laughs> like I can't remember for sure. But well, yeah, I mean it's hard to watch these because they start at like twelve, and you work the weekends a lot of the time, so we end up having to watch them later, anyways. Yeah, like most of the time. Yeah, like we can't. Yeah, we can't watch them when they're actually this on. This is one where I split it in half or something. It was kind of the same with Money in the Bank because it was in London. I think it started here at like yeah, eleven like o'clock in the morning or something. something like that. I know. Like it was. It's not early. Yeah, now that probably not as early as the the Saudi one, but because the Saudi one's always like super early. But like, yeah, really, this main whole card was like. Uh, I was wondering who was going to win the World Heavyweight Championship match between Seth Rollins and AJ. And I think it made sense where they went with AJ. <laughs> or no. Yeah. It's with Seth Rollins. With Seth, yeah. I was just going to well, say that. I, I, I all misspoke the wrong name. <laughs> so, uh, what's it called? I think they did the right call with that one. Especially how he's been on Twitter, and he's like, "You wouldn't need me if you uh, if uh, Roman did what he was supposed to be doing, <laughs> essentially showing up every day." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, well, like I said, when we talked about WrestleMania Night One in a previous podcast, he had the loudest pop. Everybody sings his song, but the funny part was, is. The night after WrestleMania, do you remember what? Did you watch Raw? No. So on Raw, the next night, nobody did. It was like he did the whole composer thing, and but at WrestleMania, everybody was singing along to it. You know where they shut yeah. the music off, yeah. and they and they just have the crowd doing it. He tried to do that at the Raw next week, and nobody did it. So they cut to commercial because he was doing that and nobody was actually singing along. Yeah. So it was like, but then they started doing it again. They were really loud in Jetta. Yeah. So, so they did it again there, but it was just, it was really weird to see that they did it in the same city for WrestleMania, but then the next night they didn't, it was yeah. odd. Yeah. Um, but, sure. but, um, yeah, I mean, the, the match was good. It always is when AJ's in it. And Seth Rollins, any match he's in, he makes everybody look good anyway. I mean, yeah. we talked about that before. So there's not, there's nothing like crazy good about any of the matches. And this card to me was like that. But when we talked about, and we'll get to it later during this um, podcast, but there was a lot in this podcast. Well, a few in this podcast that seemed just thrown together just to make this, or not this podcast, but this premium live event. There was a lot of stuff that seemed thrown together to make it an event. Yeah. 
I agree. Like, the biggest yeah, one being the third match that we'll get to, but like uh, a few, a lot of these made sense, but it almost seemed more like a. Uh, so it could have happened. I mean, I don't know. Like this one seemed kind of just weird out of the blue. Like AJ, I get they put AJ in that match, but I think it should have been somebody else. Oh, like who? Though that's the thing. Because I mean, I'm getting kind. Of, I'm like, I love AJ, but like, I'm getting kind of like old with his stuff right now because he hasn't done anything different with his character lately. Well, Lashley should have been the one that made it. Oh, true that. Was he in the tournament? Yeah, he was in the finals against AJ before to uh, get to to get to Seth. That's why I said it was Seth Rollins against Finn Balor and then AJ yeah, went against Lashley. Because it would have probably been a better match, honestly, if it was Bobby Lashley versus Well, him. I'd be pissed if I was Lashley but, at this point. I mean, you don't even get a WrestleMania match after being pushed for so long and then you don't even get a match at the card. Not anything, really. He showed up for the... Because he won the uh, Battle Royal, I think, right? And he came out with the... Um, the only thing he got at WrestleMania was he came out with the trophy. That's yeah. all the stuff he got at WrestleMania. No match, nothing. And yeah. then... It was supposed to go against Finn, but... Or not Finn, but Bray Wyatt, but... That yeah, but I don't know how you go from not having... Uh, from having a primo match on the card against Bray Wyatt to nothing. I mean, it's like, I don't get that. Yeah. But then you get... But on the but on the flip side, you get almost that wasn't even on a fucking TV show to having a uh, a match on the card against Brock. I'm like, what? So that's why I'm like, it doesn't make sense. And then so then he gets all the way to the finals, and AJ beats them and beats him. And then what happens after this? After Rollins wins um, on Raw the next night, they have like a kumbaya about how they're all great rest both great wrestlers and they end up tag teaming against I think Judgment Day on Raw the following night. Yeah. So that seems weird. But I mean I kinda get it like uh, because I mean I've I've seen plenty of wrestling shows where they do two faces to get the belt. And they're kind of explaining this is the working man's belt right now, kind of, like, top belt, I guess. Doesn't mean that it's actually going to be that way, but still. Yeah, but, yeah, I get that, but they don't. I'm just saying they didn't have to do that to yeah, I mean, um, have Rollins win. They, he he really, could have beat but... Lashley. So, I mean, Lashley still haven't seen him even at Money in the Bank, which we'll talk about in the next WWE podcast. Um, I don't think he had a match on that card either. So it's like I don't get what they're fucking doing with him. uh, I don't really understand either. Like, It's like, okay, we bring back Trish. Well, I almost think it's a Becky, something Becky might have wanted. Is what I've heard is that she she's near the end, like she's gonna walk away soon. Yeah. Becky is, and that she's doing all her wish list right now. So and Trish, I heard was one of them, and so I don't know if that's the case or not. But it kind of seems odd that they bring Trish back and now she's in this major angle with Becky. Yeah, 
and it's continued like even after this with uh and we could talk about it but during this zoe uh stark uh debuts on from nxt basically and helps trish beat becky during this match but yeah you know and to go off what and i typically do this was the time limit so seth, seth rollins and aj styles was the second longest match on the card to, on this night it was 20 minutes and 40 seconds trish and becky was actually 15 minutes and 42 seconds which it kind of and you can tell trish hasn't wrestled in a long time yeah this was 15 minutes of a lot of crap i mean i i didn't like this match at all i mean yeah i didn't care for well, it that's and, what i'm saying it's like there's like there's like a lot of ma- um, matches on here that I was like, really, what? <laughs> like, uh, um, but I mean, a lot of the WWE pay per views that we've watched lately since Vince took over again, I haven't cared for. <laughs> like, mainly. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just following your lead and what you said about the whole Trish yeah. Becky Lynch thing. It really doesn't make sense unless it really is what I was talking about—that she's wanting to wrestle certain people because um, it's it sounds like and we haven't we won't talk about it today because there isn't a match but um we'll talk about it during the money in the bank one related to ronda so i've heard rumblings about her too like why things have happened a certain way related to her mm. and why things happened during that event the way they did and it's yeah. Anyways, we'll talk about that then. But the next match, I don't know if we have anything else to talk about with Trish and Becky Lynch, or whether there nah. wasn't much to that. Yeah. But the no, next but match is the seems- one. The next match is the one to me that seemed thrown into this because they wanted Gunther on the card, yep. and maybe Mustafa Ali. I don't know, but Mustafa Ali getting a shot at the Intercontinental Belt out of nowhere didn't make sense to me. Well, the dude's barely been this, anywhere, and it seems this, like. And they went str- straight direct to um, what's it called? They went directly to him going to NXT. Like now he's been doing the North American Championship matches with uh, Tyler Bate and Wesley. Yeah, and speaking with that, I know we're on this one, and this has happened since. But one of the best moves that they've made, I think is Baron Corbin going to NXT mm-hmm. and him actually bringing back his lone wolf gimmick there. Yep. So I agree. I think that could instill in a push back to the main roster doing that, but it might've been the way for him to bring that back without doing it on main. I don't know, but it's one of the best moves yeah. they've made is moving him down. Well, I mean, at least maybe he could come out like a face at one point instead of doing the same shit. But it can open up other gimmicks. That's what I was saying. If you're not on the main roster, you can experiment with stuff. I think that's one thing that they should do in NXT more often than they do is take guys down there, experiment with stuff. And then if it works, you can bring them back up doing that. I think they failed with that with Karrion Cross when they oh, yeah. when they knew what worked with Karrion Cross in NXT, and then they move him up to the main roster and completely change what they're doing with him. It fucked him up. 
ever since then he's been trash and like you don't see him involved in anything yet it's like wait a minute he was the number one guy in nxt how does he go from being the number one guy in nxt to not even being I'm like talked about yeah. on smackdown yeah. i mean that just doesn't make sense but i know we got off of that a little bit but the gunther mustafa ali thing didn't make sense it only went nine minutes and it makes sense because gunther should fucking wipe that dude's wipe that dude out so yeah, it was like for, it seemed like it was a time filler thing mustafa ali, yeah gunther yeah. defeating mustafa ali yeah. it only was a nine minute match there was only two one shorter than that which again that was the other one that i'm going to talk about that seemed kind of funny yeah. but the i mean i don't know if we have much to talk about with gunther and ali either no not really that's what i'm saying this pay-per-view was okay yeah because there was nothing that, uh, like, I think some of the matches could have been on other cards that would have had the same, like, the next one. Well, the next uh, one's funny because we just, if you guys listened where, to the last podcast, we talked about this. Like, at WrestleMania Night 2, Bianca Belair defeated Asuka. And we were, everybody in the arena, everybody, I think a lot of people at home, because Josh even talked about it, that felt that Oscar should have beat her that night and didn't. But then at Backlash, they don't even face each other, I don't think. And then they go to Night no, of Champions. Yeah. yeah, they go to Night of Champions, which Backlash to me should be a repeat almost because it used to be called WrestleMania Backlash, but Backlash to me means you're trying to get back at somebody for something that happened, right? So it's like, well, that's the perfect place to me for these matches where, okay, Asuka feels she should have won. Then she needs a rematch at Backlash. Well, no, it, yep. it skips a whole nother month, and she faces somebody else out of nowhere, which, again, EO Sky was another one. This is what I was saying. EO Sky during that match got a lot of pops when she's a heel. So this is another key point of the crowd saying we don't want Bianca to win again and she won again <laughs> even though everybody popped for Eos guy and has continued to and we'll talk about that in the Money in the Bank podcast too but you know but we wait a whole nother podcast before what should have happened at Wrestlemania actually happened so yeah. where Oscar actually defeated well, Bianca and I just thought the whole thing was done and this match went 15 minutes. So you can see a trend. Not all the ma Again, the matches don't last very long. And and when we did, the funny thing is I, I hearkened back to the, and we started doing simulations of each premium live event. And we'll start doing them for AEW too now that we've, we all have AEW fight forever now. But we've, yeah. we've been doing simulations. I think the only one we didn't do was for Money in the Bank, actually. But we did one for Night of Champions. And Asuka, the, the game simulated that Asuka would win this match. But it also simulated, I think, that, um, and we'll talk about it later, but one it messed up on was, uh, trying to remember. Oh, uh, we'll talk about it. But the last match... And then uh, the next match that we're going to talk about, it it was wrong on those, but every other one, it pretty much got right. The Brock-Cody match, it's interesting. It was very close to what, um, what actually happened, even to the point of what happened at the very beginning of the match. But, but yeah, I mean, again, 
Oscar beat Bianca. That was one of the better matches I felt. Yeah, I think it was probably one of the best ones on the card, actually, because, I mean... There wasn't the, much. I mean, we've already talked. This is the fourth yeah. match, and there were only seven total. And the next one we're yeah. going to talk about really wasn't a match. Nope. So, I mean, it was... And it's what I really expected at Backlash. I think I talked about it during the Backlash podcast where Rhea fought... Um, Zelina Vega. Oh yeah, when she fought Zelina Vega. I thought yeah, what would have so happened during that match is what happened during the next one, but um, but anyway. So, but what do you do? You have anything special to point out on the Oscar Bianca match? Because I don't remember honestly this one. Not really. I remember I mean, it was it a good sense. match. It was the best match on the card, but that's saying something for this card because I didn't really care for this one. Yeah, like most of the matches, I didn't really care for yeah. all that much. I mean, so it, it was one of my least favorite of the year, honestly, that WWE had had done. And that's saying something, because I think the first three of the year, first one, or, first one or two, maybe three, weren't very good. It was like when Vince was still involved, but yep. uh, Triple H hadn't fully taken over. So yeah, you could tell. But um, when Triple H took over, and it wasn't for very long. It's not like Vince was away for very long. But you could see a noticeable yep. difference between then and now yep. and the like in-between. The, the matches and everything were like way better. And even the Raws yeah, and SmackDowns, you're like, seeing big differences now. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Like, uh, what's it called? Rhea Ripley versus Natalya, though, was like a squash match she destroyed her. yeah it was a minute and 10 seconds that's what i was saying that's and, and i don't know why natalia yeah but... well that's how it should be honestly for anyone right now but it, it's just odd to me that natalia is the first one that got it and not zelena yeah. vega i think yeah. zelena vega's match went 10 or 11 minutes or something and i think the only reason it did that was because they were in puerto rico but, I mean, but, also at the same time, it would have just gotten more heat with Rhea Ripley if she just beat her. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. I, I We were talking about when we watched that, I watched Backlash, that, and I know we're talking about that as if it happened, but it did happen right before this one, so um, or right after this one. It happened in June. So Rhea happened before, this one happened before, <laughs> or I'm trying to remember, this happened in May, right? Yeah, this was May 27th. Um, yeah. So, and then uh, backlash happened actually early May. That's right. There were two in yeah. May. That's why we got backed up. I was trying to remember when that one happened. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. It was like one after the other over and over again. But yeah, since WrestleMania, so, it was like a lot of them at the same time. So yeah, I agree that it would have put way more heat on Rhea, which they would you would think they would want, but they didn't do it. And but they did it with Natalia. Natalia always gets the short end of the stick. She's one of the be- she's yeah, one of the yeah. best workers in the company, and yet she's the one that always gets. Yeah, and she never and barely gets the title belt. And if she does, the short, reigns are short. And she's just kind of like in Dolph Ziggler mode, where they just like have her job out to all these people to make them look good. But her like. biggest issue is on the mic. But you know, you would think they'd get her a manager if that was really the problem. Yep, I agree. Like, uh, like make her uh, make her a Heyman girl or something. That would be fucking hilarious, actually. But anyway, yeah. 
But I mean, I think her over reliance with her family too. Yeah, that doesn't like this that doesn't least. help. But I still, I, yeah, and I, but I get, I don't get why if she's like, you know, she's got all these Guinness Book of World Records for having all, all these, these things, yet. but yet it's like, what does she really have to show for them? Yeah, you know, she's only been like a three or four time champ or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like, but at least you know she's been in the WWE for. How many years? I mean, so she she she's can at least say that she's made it past all these layoffs and shit that they keep having. So I mean, I guess you can say that. But anyhow, but yeah, this this pay per view, I, I didn't envision we'd talk very long on this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, mostly because most of the matches, like you already could tell. The Brock and Cody one was going to go quick just because they already set up like he hurt his arm before he went in. Well, he, yeah, so he like, supposedly had broken his forearm. They screwed the poop yeah. with fucking Cody, yeah. man. Like, with this bullshit, like, does he have to fight Brock? Did, it, did you have to turn, like, one of the best parts about Brock right now was being face Brock, where he was face cowboy Brock, and just for you to get Cody over? Then Cody's already over as fuck right now anyway. Like, he's well, already probably one of the bigger faces. Not saying that his merch sells more than other people, but, like, he's probably one of the more over faces other than Seth. But that's what I was talking about before in our last, when we talked on WrestleMania Night 2, was that, okay, Cody has this thing. He loses to um, Roman. At WrestleMania. Then at Backlash, he has, or not back, yeah, Backlash, he has the um, match with Brock. Well, then at uh, the last one after he, Backlash. Yeah, he went against Dom. Yeah, he Dom went was- against Dom. And then he, he's back against Brock again. And then now on TV, and this is what I said in the last podcast. They're moving towards another Brock Cody match at SummerSlam. Yeah. So it's like they, uh, this is that threefer that we talk about that they tend to do all the time. One guy, and we knew Brock would win the second match because Cody won the first one. Yep. So more than likely, Cody's going to win the third one. Right. So it's like, so it's like Cody's going to win the third one. So you can almost guess at SummerSlam what's going to happen. So, I mean, but yeah, this match, well, this match, yeah. plain and simple, you knew Brock was going to win, like Josh said, because of the arm. You knew he wasn't going to win. But you had to put sympathy on Cody because he came into the match with a broken arm. It's the same thing like when he mm-hmm. came into the match with Seth with a torn peck. I mean, it's like they're, yeah. they're playing off the same <laughs> formula. But anyways. But yeah, that's what they did. There wasn't anything. There never is anything special with the Brock match. That one went nine minutes and forty seconds only because Cody was in it. Um, but then we've got the last match of the card was Which KO and Roman Sammy against the Bloodline. Because thank God that he lost it and they didn't win the tag team belts too. It's kind of sad how it's like. Oh, I know, but, you know, of course, you know, you knew this was going to happen, too. It's like going in because of the premise up to the point, and we'll give spoilers, obviously, because if you haven't seen the pay-per-view and you've been watching Raw and everything else since and you pay attention to wrestling, you know what's going on currently. But the bloodline or the Usos turned on them during this match, 
and or technically Jimmy and, so or at least one of them did. Like, Jimmy did. And I yeah. liked how like he but, yelled at him and he said, "I'm doing what you can't do," and he kicked him in the face again. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the dynamic, the like the storytelling on the bloodline shit. If they were doing on every other story in the WWE right now, they would probably be doing a lot of fucking ratings. Oh, they would be Same. because this is like, this is what we were talking about. Was that this is the best storyline? Period. Said that the most recent episode of the bloodline on Raw. I think it was on Raw or SmackDown, drew 3 million viewers on it. And they haven't done that in like three or four years. Yeah, it's crazy. The the storyline they have going, and and they're smart to continue it, like continue the whole thing. But they can continue it without Roman having the title. Like Roman doesn't have to have the title for the bloodline to continue doing this shit. So it's like, I hope at SummerSlam, Jay takes it. Because it's not like Roman couldn't win yeah. it back, if and they fight in a rematch, it kind of will yeah. bring stuff up. Or Jimmy gets pissed. It opens up all types of stuff at some point. Like Sammy could win it from Jay. Cody could win it from Jay. You know, all you know, if you don't want Roman to lose it to one of them, then then it's easy for Jay to lose it to one of them. Yep. But I mean, it's you know, this match again. It wasn't anything special again. It was the same typical, it went 26 minutes like all Roman matches do, but it's like it takes 15 minutes to get into the damn thing. It's like 10 minutes to, it takes to, and 10 minutes to get, or five minutes to get to the ring. It takes five minutes for him to actually start wrestling. It's, it takes another five minutes for them to start ramping shit up. And then it really only needs that last five minutes for impact. Because most of it's like, especially the heels, the heels do most of the work where it's like, hey, I'm going to beat up one of y'all over and over and over again. And usually it's Sammy right now because it's just how it is. Well, yeah. Well, KO takes all the bumps. Like if there's a major bump in in a match, KO's the one that's going to take it. Every match I've watched with Kevin Owens in it, is exactly what happens. And I'm talking about going years back in WWE. It's been like that every time. Every match that he's in. Damn it, sorry. Accidentally hit a button. <laughs> and it started playing. Oh, that's fine. Every, 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 it's fine. Every, um, I can't edit that out, so we'll just go with it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to restart everything just because Netflix popped up in the background. For everyone listening, Netflix popped up in the background for a second. Yeah. Netflix. No. We're not advertising <laughs> for them. We're just. Unless yeah, unless they, they want to advertise. <laughs> yeah, unless they want to advertise on our podcast. Netflix. No. Um, anyhow, but yeah, it wasn't anything special. The storyline's great. They could, it continued that like going with the progression, the right thing happened at the end of this match where the blood, uh, where, uh, the Usos got involved. Cause when we talk about money in the bank next, you'll see a further progression. And like Josh was saying on the Raws and SmackDown afterwards, they've progressed it further. So it just keeps going. It just has to culminate, and I hope it does. Versus definitely versus Roman just versus just Roman winning again, and then everything stops, 
And that's my that's my yeah. concern is that Roman will squash it at some point and then it just stops. I think they just need to – they could just make this a long-time thing. And then everybody's still involved in it because Sammy being a brother – at the time and all this crap could come back in and go, no, now I'm taking it from you, blah, 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 all types of shit. I mean, there's a multitude of things, but I mean, again, night of champions for me, wasn't great. It was three hours of a lot of commercials again, but even the wrestling, a lot of it seemed put together just for no offense, but Saudi to have a card. Um, Yep. Besides the KO bloodline thing, because that's something that's continued and maybe even the Oscar Bianca thing, but the rest of, and maybe you could say Brock and Cody, because that had been from previous, but for a lot of the other stuff, and I guess uh, minority wise, Trish and Becky, but, but pretty much half the card was put together. The other half was maybe something that could have been done. But, you know, not three hours worth of entertainment for this one, in my opinion. Yep. Yep. Most of the time, it feels like I'm just, like, waiting for things to get over. (laughs) So I can pitch about them on the internet. (laughs) Uh, Damn, that's kind of a snort. But uh, what's it called? Uh, So... That's pretty much it. I don't think that there's anything else to add, really. Uh, because, I mean, I was just ready for Roman to stop having the fucking title, man. He's been having it way too damn long. So. And the next, uh, so the next podcast is what? Is it a the Forbidden it'll Door, probably right? probably be Forbidden Door, yeah. And then it's Money in the Bank. And then Money in the Bank after that one, yeah, because... Forbidden Door was June 25th, and Money in the Bank was in July. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, so our next podcast will be AEW Forbidden Door 2. Um, yeah, nice. But, yeah, so we'll have, uh, for anybody that listens to the podcast that didn't know already, we have a website that has all of our content on it, including these podcasts that you listen to if you don't listen to them through your favorite podcast subscriber, you can always listen to them from straight from our website. Um, we also link them on our Facebook page and our Twitter profiles typically. Yep. Um, but we also Twitch uh, every Friday. We might start doing a, a little bit more. We've talked about it, that there's no reason we only have to stream on Fridays, but it's kind of the, the one day that every uh, most of the group is available to do that. So that's why I've been doing it. But, or why we've been doing it, but uh, anyhow. Uh, but uh, like I said, expect uh, we can expect AEW Forbidden Door to come out um, shortly after this one. And then we'll be almost caught up because we'll only have money in the bank left after that. And then, of course, there'll be the next podcast, which or pay-per-view, which will be SummerSlam in August. Yep. So, so there'll be a bunch of podcasts for you guys to listen to back to back to back. Yep. And check out our other podcasts if you're into horror and true crime and and sci-fi stuff and because we've got sci-fi graveyard. And, shit. I've been talking about it for yeah. a while now. I've been talking about it for well, yeah. a while now, but I just haven't made it. Well, yeah, I mean, with the amount of time we've had with these, the other one I've been talking about is a sports-related one. I've already named it and put the freaking show out there. I just haven't uh, recorded any content yet. 
So, so yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, but anyways, for all of us at the Heart of Geek, uh, Josh can finish this off and we'll yeah. Th- call and it a thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace. Right. Have a good night or day, whatever it is when you guys yeah, are listening. Uh, whenever. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.